Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Executive Digital Director, West Coast. Happy New Year, Katie. Oh, Happy New Year to you, too, Keith. 2023. I'm going to have to remember to write that in stories all day today. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, I, I I think it'll take a good couple days for us to get used to it. I, I sort of... Uh, I goofed already this morning when I was saying, oh, you know, uh, you know, a year ago what, you, on the 2021. Nope. 2022. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> we're we're going to get there eventually. Right. Um, because as always, <laughs> the Billboard Pop Shop <laughs> podcast segue. Perfect. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. slides right in. <laughs> um, is your one stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition. You can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, the first of 2023, we've got chart news on how both the Billboard 200 Albums chart and the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart are still very festive, with half of the top 10 albums and Eight of the top ten songs, all Christmas efforts, uh, as the latest tracking week included uh, the days of twenty uh, December twenty third, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth. So naturally, there's still going to be a lot of festive titles on our charts this I'm week. I'm still feeling festive too, so it makes sense. Also on the show, we'll be talking about what to look forward to as we kick off the new year in pop and what we're hoping for in the rest of 2023. Um, our pop resolutions for the year include what albums and tours we're looking forward to seeing in 2023, including some that are purely speculation. Hmm. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider so you won't miss an episode. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit billboard.com slash podcasts. Okay, first, before we get to the uh, uh, 2023 pop speculation section of the show, uh, let's do the chart chat. On the Billboard 200 Albums chart, SZA's SOS rules the chart for a third straight and total week, as the set earned 128,000 equivalent album units in the United States in the week ending December 29th. And that was down 29% compared to the previous week, according to, of course, Luminate. 
Uh, plus, there's actually five albums in the top 10 of the Billboard 200, the most uh, holiday albums we've had in the top 10 in a year, uh, led by Michael Bublé's former number one, Christmas, which is Friend number three Friend of the podcast. Friend of the pod, Michael Bublé. Um, also, SOS is the first R&B album by a woman to spend three weeks at number one since Beyonce's self-titled effort also spent its first weeks uh, its first three weeks atop the list back in 2013. So that's pretty incredible. Also, over on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You holds at number one, reigning for a 12th total non-consecutive week. It leads for a fourth week this holiday season, the most uh, over any Yuletide season since it began topping the tally annually over the holidays back in December of 2019. The song also becomes the second holiday hit to reign for four consecutive weeks and the first in 64 years after the Chipmunk song, the Chipmunk song, I should say that again, by David Seville and the Chipmunks spent four weeks at number one beginning in December of 1958. Carrie's Christmas leads eight festive favorites in the Hot 100's top 10. By the way, I'm cribbing liberally from Gary Trust. Uh, I can tell his, from those puns. These are his words and his alliterations, uh, <laughs> not mine, uh, with carols infusing <laughs> the top seven spots for the first time on the Hot 100. And one of those makes its initial appearance in the top 10. Nat King Cole's classic, The Christmas Song, Merry Christmas to You. Uh, it rises 11 to 9 as the late legend ranks in the top 10 after an unprecedented break of 59 years, six months, and a week. Oh, I love this uh, the, so much. Yeah, the song debuted on the chart in 1960, and it additionally completes the longest journey to the top 10 over 62 years and three weeks. That is my, like, classic Christmas favorite. That is the number one on my list. I literally voted that number one when we did our a Billboard's ranking of the 100 best Christmas songs, our staff list last year. Number I one. I thought your favorite was that Andy Williams. Uh, oh, I love Happy Christmas Holidays. Song. I think Happy, Happy Holidays, Holidays was in my top five. But yeah, I'm Mariah, of course, was our number eventual number one on our staff list. But I'm pretty sure um, that Nat King Cole's Christmas song was number two. So that's awesome. Much, much deserved. Well, you know what? What I'm ready for is new music. So I think we should get into speculation about what 2023 might bring us. Can this we talk like for Katie. a minute? This is why Katie is an editor at Billboard.com, and Keith is just the, the chart weirdo in the corner. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly what you are. <laughs> um, but, but, but before we get to the 2023 speculation, yes. can we quickly talk about a couple kind of news events that happened over the past few days? Um, okay, yes. Are, yeah. So Adele performed a holiday song, sort of. Um, as we had hoped for in a previous podcast um, on her New Year's Eve show at the Coliseum in Vegas uh, on December 31st, she and her band sang Auld Lang Syne as they ring in the new year. It wasn't like a proper performance per se, but it sort of kind of counts, you know, in that in where we talked about the possibility of Adele maybe performing a holiday song at her residency. So we didn't yeah. get a full proper performance, but we did get something. I did see her cued. wearing a, like a Happy New Year's crown, too, which. Yeah. So they got a special little show. They obviously were not there. Uh, she doesn't play as late as midnight. Right. So they weren't there for like oh, no, the no, no, actual... no. She, she absolutely rang in the new year. Really? 
Yes. Oh, that's so amazing. Did they start the show later that night to make I, sure it was timed? I, I think they started it later because, I mean, if I'm believing setlist.fm, that setlist <laughs> website, uh, they did All Lang Syne and then she did two more songs, Rolling in the Deep and whatever song closed the show that I forget the name of. Uh, that's awesome. I love that she did that. Okay, so also over New Year's, uh, Miley Cyrus hosted her New Year's Eve show on NBC and she announced her new single, Flowers, is out on January 13th. We can probably assume that a full album is on the way too, but no information has been announced about a full length project yet. And before we leave Miley, did you see the clips of, from her show, like of her uh, doing Wrecking Ball with Dolly and, and singing with Paris Hilton and, and Sia? Sia? Yeah. yeah. I, this is spectacular. I love this new addition to the, sorry to Ryan Seacrest, but I love this new addition to the New Year's Eve landscape because that was a really fun like, I, I did not see the whole show, but the things that came out of it were super fun. Do we think this is going to be an annual thing that Miley does? It's or her second like one. She did one last year, oh. too. She hosted with um, Pete Davidson last year and Dolly oh, wow. this year. Yeah. So I hope so. We can just have it with Dolly and Miley every year. Honestly. I mean, the way that they broke into I Will Always Love You from Wrecking Ball. My God. Oh, no, that was really good. It was a great oh, segue. Go perfect. Google that. Yeah. Um, also, uh, it's incredible to think, uh, segue, no good segue here, but <laughs> it's also incredible to think that in just a little over a month from now, uh, two of the biggest entertainment events will take place. We've got the Grammy Awards on February 5th, and then a week later, the Super Bowl on February 12th, of course, with the halftime show headlined by Rihanna. Um, also, for good measure, the Academy Award nominations uh, will be announced on January 24th, which Maybe there's a possibility that Rihanna, hey, we just mentioned her, could be an Oscar nominee this year. So anyway, lots of stuff happening. Um, she is you know, shortlisted. You, you go two weeks with not a whole lot happening and then everything. Happens. I should say the Golden Globes are back on TV, too, this coming week. I think the it's Sunday. Um, is it Sunday or Monday? Oh, no, you're I, I think wrong. it's the night. I don't think it's. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't think it's Sunday this year. Yeah. So I think it's Monday, but it's back on TV after it's, um, you know, little reset, to say the very least. Mandated forced off of TV time. Yeah. Correct. But uh, I'm excited. The host is. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm just excited because the host is Gerard Carmichael, the comedian. And he is like a super exciting choice because he's never hosted anything like this. I don't know if he's hosted anything, period. Um, but he's a great stand up. So I feel like it's such a perfect choice for like them saying goodbye to our insane past and like hello to a new, hopefully brighter future. With all that said, uh, let's look towards the rest of the year and some pop forecasts or resolutions. I don't know if it really qualifies as resolutions hmm. for 2023. Um, what we're looking forward to in terms of possible new albums and tours for the rest of the year. OK, let's start with some new albums that we're looking forward to, even though some of these are simply speculation at this point. But one that is not speculative is Shania Twain's Queen of Me, which is due in February, as well as, hey, I just mentioned her, Pink, her new album, Trustfall, and Adam Lambert's High Drama. Those are all those are all super fun. Those are going to be fun. I don't care. I know I love all of those people so much. I'm excited about all those. Um, Friend of the podcast, Adam Lambert, by the way. Oh, we d I've never talked to him before. Uh, you you he, interviewed him? I taught, yeah, well, he, 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 we did that over the phone right when COVID started. I, not, it wasn't me, though. 
must have well, been just you. I did it over the phone okay. right when COVID started, okay. but it definitely was in the podcast. With me co-hosting. I just With didn't participate in the interview. You, you just don't remember. It's like me when I try to remember me not talking to, you know, Darlene Love. I know. It's like that didn't happen if you weren't, you know, in the Zoom. If you weren't there, then it didn't happen. Even <laughs> though we pro- That's how I go through my entire life. <laughs> even though you back announced it probably on the show, it doesn't count. We don't need to get um, too deep into that, but... <laughs> We're also okay, going right. to get into announced albums from Macklemore, Lana Del Rey, Metallica, Louis Capaldi, Depeche Mode, and Jennifer Lopez. Um, and then there are those acts that we assume probably have an album maybe on the way, but haven't publicly announced anything definitive. And uh, so we've I wonder got... who Keith's going to start with. Shut up. Uh, Madonna <laughs> falls into that camp. I look forward to your long soliloquy about Justin Timberlake. Uh, Madonna falls into that camp as we've seen her on her Instagram sharing some tour related imagery. So we can imagine there might be an album to go along with this imaginary tour. And also because 2022 marked the 40th anniversary of her debut single for Warner Records. So all signs possibly point to 2023 being a big year for the queen of pop uh, staying with the pop diva realm let's not forget about friend of the podcast kylie minogue hey someone else you probably thought i was going to mention i uh, also didn't get rum- to help interview her <laughs> but i knew she was on the show <laughs> that was back when we did individual like i know telephone did interviews it a lot. Yeah, with, yeah. because we didn't know how to do it the technology way we do now. guys zoom, zoom has really changed the game <laughs> So uh, there have been rumblings that Kylie has a new album on the on the horizon. So maybe we'll get that this year because her last album was Disco, which came out in 2020. Uh, what about Beyonce? Uh, after all, her Renaissance album, which came out last year, was positioned as Act One, suggesting there is an Act Two waiting in the wings. What will that second part be? Another dance-leaning project or something entirely different? Uh, Renaissance, the folk album. Who knows? Um, hey, there, were, and, there was talk of country being the act two. Right. Um, and it, it, when and if this album does come out, will that album come with visuals and music videos since the Renaissance album that came out last year didn't have any music videos or any visuals to speak of? I'm still well, wondering. I mean, any proper visuals. I'm wondering say. if there might be a video coming for Cuff It just because it's having a moment right now with radio. Right. And um, surging up our charts. So it feels like a good time if she were going to. It's going to be go a hell video of a route. Grammy Awards performance if she performs Cuff It on the Grammys. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Put Can it you imagine? in the universe. Just just give Beyonce like a 12 minute set at the Seriously. Grammy Awards where she does a Renaissance thing. I mean, just and then looking she ends back. Up not winning album of the year again. Just looking back at that incredible Oscars performance last year, I can say last year now because it actually was last year. Mm-hmm. I uh, the uh, for the King Richard soundtrack, and and she did it at that Compton tennis court, and everybody was dressed the color of tennis balls. This woman is an artistic genius. Please give her a performance at the Grammys. I want to see it. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. Speaking of other visual geniuses, Katie. Oh, yes. What about a new Lady Gaga album, maybe? Or maybe from her Rain On Me collaborator, Ariana Grande. We last got a new studio album from Gaga in 2020 with Chromatica, although it feels more recent because we just went to the Chromatica. I just went to the Chromatica Ball last year. 
but that was all kind of delayed because of COVID. While Grande's last new album was 2020's Positions. Um, we do know that both are very busy with films this year as Gaga is co-starring in Joker, Folia Du, and Ariana is currently filming Wicked, which is a two-part movie, right? Are they doing both parts at the same time? I'm I assuming wonder. they must be. Yeah. I feel like with Ariana, you kind of have to, right? Like, you've got her committed for the time and the... Yeah. So um, both of those films are due next year, but are currently in production. Um, We'll see if that keeps them off the pop music radar in 2023 or maybe, you know, creatively inspires them to get back in the studio. Uh, Of course, they are very capable of multitasking, very successful, you know, businesswomen, pop stars. Yeah. Um, also, is 2023 going to be the year that we finally get a Rihanna album? I she hope last so. Released, she last released a studio album in 2016 with Anti. Also, some, some rapid-fire moments here. Will Janet Jackson drop a new album to go along with her upcoming tour? Is Doja Cat going to give us a new project? Could Taylor Swift drop another Taylor's version re-recorded album in 2023? Could there be a sister album to Taylor's Midnight's, a la how she gifted us with both Folklore and Evermore in quick succession a few years ago? And also, when is Cardi B's long-awaited new album coming? So many questions. Just a few of them are right there. I just want to shortly circle back to Taylor and say, you know, the idea that she's going on this era's tour and is going to be performing songs from albums that she does not currently have ownership of. It feels to me like we could possibly get like just the remainder of the oh, Taylor's version, like one right after another. Honestly, like it, it. I mean, I wouldn't put it past her to just have that ready in the can and ready to like you know, go pow, pow, pow right before the tour starts because God help it us has all. to pain her to perform songs that she doesn't own. Or uh, conversely, what if she, um, you know, d- puts out the Taylor's versions of all the songs she's going to perform on the Eras right. tour and just right. the singles, you know, um, and, and not the entire project. So I feel like knowing her, she's so savvy. I, I don't think that she went into planning this tour that was like, you know, covering many different Taylor eras without thinking about that aspect of it. Right. Um, plus, we're also assuming that we uh, are going to get a new album or maybe at least new music from Olivia Rodrigo in 2023. She hinted at that when she put out a cute little Christmas uh uh, song for fans. Did you listen to that, by the way, Keith? I did not know. She released a song, an original song that she wrote and recorded at age five <laughs> for her fans. Oh. And it's All an right. adorable little Christmas song. And she sounds so great on it. And it's like, oh, cool. You were going to be a pop star for the last, you know, 15 years. And we all just caught up. Um, but her debut album, Sour, came out in May of 2021. And we're also nearly two years past Justin Bieber's last album, Justice, which dropped in March 2021. It also seems like about time for a new Dua Lipa album as she wrapped her future nostalgia tour last month, which was in support of an album that came out in spring of 2020. And the album cycle had started in late 2019. So um, it's it's time. It's about damn time, as Lizzo would say. Right. Um, and that's just the, t- the tip of the 2023 pop album Iceberg. Um, you know, we're also thinking about what tours we're looking forward to this year, including those that are. <laughs> purely imaginary at this point madonna um listen lady uh, but yes madonna she's she's in there she's not in she's not she's not actually in this list but I she's someone i'm thinking about um i think that the one that we're obviously thinking about is uh beyonce because we're hoping that renaissance you know the release of renaissance act one 
equals a tour soon? Um, could it be like an arena residency, kind of like Harry Styles did in New York and L.A. Um, and London? Or could it be a stadium filling extravaganza like Bad Bunny? Lord knows that the fans would show up for it. Um, it remains to be seen. Can you imagine if it was called like the Summer Renaissance Tour and it was like a summer stadium tour? I mean, pop fans will go broke if they have to buy Taylor Swift and Beyonce tickets this summer. But yes, I can see it. Yes. Um, Bruce Springsteen is heading out on the road for his first uh, touring production since 2017, as his 2023 trek will kick off on February 1st in Tampa, Florida. Somehow, I've never seen Bruce Springsteen live. I'm Same. ashamed to say. Same. Um and this this won't be the tour that that will do it, Katie, because apparently he doesn't have any shows scheduled for Southern California. Wow. OK, well, uh, next time, Bruce. <laughs> next time, Bruce. <laughs> um, there's also Ed Sheeran, who's bringing his mathematics tour to the U.S. in 2023, starting in May. And we've already mentioned this. Do I even need to say it? Taylor Swift's Eras tour launches in March. And then there's Pink Stadium Tour Summer Carnival, which starts in June. And Metallica's new tour starts in April. Um, also heading out on the road, there's uh, Depeche Mode with their first tour without founding member Andy mm-hmm. Fletcher, who died last year. And Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks will team up for a couple stadium shows, including SoFi Stadium in L.A. And that, Katie, we can go to. We sure can and probably will <laughs> because we kind of have to. That's that's a pop shop show if I ever heard it. Um, um, I do want to mention, too, one that I'm planning to go to in October, which it starts much earlier than that. But um, it's not pop. It's not that poppy, but whatever. I'm going to say it anyway. Um, there's a double bill of Death Cab for Cutie and Postal Service, which, of course, both include oh, wow. Ben Gibbard as their front man. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they're playing Hollywood Bowl in October. But the tour actually starts um, much earlier, months earlier than that. Um, but I'm thrilled. I've never seen Postal Service live. And they put out one perfect album, you know, in 2010 or whenever it was. And then cease to exist and so i'm very much looking forward to a performance and maybe that will equal some new music maybe all right well uh now that we've talked about um 2023 at least a little bit um now it's time for the chart stat of the week perfect segue um <laughs> as as it's the new year look it's, it's rusty we're rusty it's been a moment since we've done this um as it's the new year We've got a new quiz, Katie, our first of 2023. Oh, man. And Katie doesn't have this on her script. Sure don't. Katie, how many albums with the word new in their title have hit number one on the Billboard 200 chart? Interesting. There, I'm not having any like pop out to me right now. So I'm just going to take a total stab and say five. You're correct. Stop. That's not possible. That's, That's possible. Ridiculous. It's, it's, it, this isn't rigged. This isn't rigged. Can I like can we start like a, a leaderboard like uh, for the new year? I am one <laughs> for one on quiz. Sure. Katie, I am thrilled. What? OK, now I need to hear what those five albums are. All right. So uh, in chronological order. Bon Jovi's New Jersey in 1988. Okay. Nirvana's MTV Unplugged in New York in New 1994. York. I did think yes. there's probably some. Okay. Yep. Celine Dion's A New Day Has Come in 2002. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
the soundtrack to the Twilight Saga, New Moon. <gasps> okay. In 2009. And Jason Aldean's Old Boots, New Dirt in 2014. Wow, that really um, ran the gamut. <laughs> yeah. Also, honorary mention to Bob Newhart's comedy album that was titled The Button-Down Mind of Bob Newhart, which hit number one in 1960 because new is in Newhart, and that is part of the title. Part that of doesn't the word. Really count. So right. you still got it with five. You got the correct That's answer. That's totally and completely ridiculous. I'm, I feel what like a, I should buy a lotto ticket or something. <laughs> what a way to start the new year Seriously. on the first quiz, Katie, and that you really should go buy a lottery <laughs> ticket. And if you win, I can get 10% of whatever okay. you win. <laughs> Because I helped facilitate this. That's, that only seems fair. So you have it, um, a little uh, quiz, Katie, that is new and improved for 2023, <laughs> is it? I don't know. It's, I'm rusty. <laughs> I'm rusty. Okay. Uh, we've reached the end of our big show, Katie. Um, any any parting words as we, uh, as we look forward to 2023? I'm excited about this year. That's a lot, there's a lot going on. <laughs> that podcast just got me pumped. <laughs> I'm, I hopefully we've done the same for people that right. are listening to the show. I hope you're as pumped as I am. <laughs> are you as pumped for that Madonna tour that we don't know if that's happening? <laughs> Had to mention her one more time. Uh, should um, we go on a Madonna song, Keith? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel bad now. What was that first single on Warner Brothers? In, uh, oh, we've already played that at okay, some point. It was called Everybody. Okay. Um, we could we could go out with her first uh, Hot 100 hit called Holiday. Uh, I mean, yes. The answer is yes. I love Holiday. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.